0: The Dogs and I are starting a GoFundMe campaign to raise $5 billion. We have a pretty big purchase in mind. We're going to buy the Congress of the United States. Get your credit cards out and start making your legislative wish lists as the Dogs and I plan to purchase one of America's three branches of government on this episode of I'm Not Allowed to Watch the News. My math is never good or reliable, so I'm going to have to either make up some numbers or do some actual research. In addition to not letting me watch the news, my wife says I'm not allowed to make up numbers anymore, which is something she's told me at least 4.2 gazillion times. So actual research it is. The average cost of a campaign for the House of Representatives is about $1.3 million. There are 435 members of the House, so the calculator says $565 million. The average cost of a Senate campaign has gone up quite a lot since the days when the legislators of each state picked the senator they were told to because some party boss gave them a bribe or threatened to cost them their re-election. It's now at an all-time high of $19.4 million. With 100 senators, that comes to $1.94 billion. $2.5 billion, give or take, but I said $5 billion. You're thinking that this must be some kind of weird dog math that they do because they lack thumbs in a primary school education or I've gone rogue and made up numbers despite a stern spousal warning. Wrong. Although a lot of that is true. We have to double it because we have to buy both sides. We surely wouldn't want to hand nearly 20 million dollars to some guy only to have him lose and his opponent sail to the Senate owing someone else his every vote indeed in the world's greatest deliberative body. Nope. We have to give the same amount to his opponent, so that no matter who wins, we win. Now that we own our very own Congress, what do we want it to do? Best to keep it simple so that no one gets confused or their marching orders derailed when the Speaker of the House or the Chairman of the DNC invites them to lunch or they get to play golf with the CEO of Standard Oil. Thing the first. A constitutional amendment that says no person shall serve in the Congress of the United States for more than 12 years. Exempt everyone currently in office so there won't be any objection from anyone already serving. Thing the second, a constitutional amendment increasing the term of a member of the House of Representatives from two years to four. Holding elections every two years is expensive and pointless. Members of the House get about 10 months or so of actual representing their constituents or making military academy appointments before they have to run for re-election, and they're spending way too much time trying to raise money. A four-year term might get us at least a couple years of focus. Thing the third, a constitutional amendment limiting federal campaign contributions to the individual only with an annual maximum amount linked to a real number, like the federal minimum wage. Let's call it 10% of the annual wages of someone making a minimum wage in a full-time job. At $7.25 an hour, for 40 hours a week for 52 weeks a year, the most anyone could contribute would be about $1,500. We'll have to stop there. End of list.
1: This episode is sponsored by the 17th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. It calls for the election of United States senators by the people instead of state assemblies. Prior to the adoption of this amendment in 1913, senators were chosen and in many cases not chosen by the legislatures of the states. And this has roots in the founding of the nation. It was, of course, much easier to bribe, threaten, or persuade by sweet reason half of your state assembly plus one to send you on to Washington, far easier than attempting to convince half the people of your state to elect you to office. This resulted in all manner of corruption on the part of these senators, legislatures, and party bosses, and led to quite a few long-standing Senate vacancies when the state assembly deadlocked over which candidate to send. But things got better in the progressive era. From 1913 on, senators would be elected, quote, by the people thereof, and that has worked oh so very well.
0: I know what you're thinking. But what about term limits for the Supreme Court? I mean, do we really want hundred-year-old justices deciding on our right to internet privacy, or whether our employers can install a small subdermal implant to monitor our productivity? And What about a sinking fund to pay off the national debt? And what about climate change and guns and abortion and immigration and coal-fired power plants and the glorious conquest of Belgium? The dogs are giving me a look of horrified betrayal that I didn't demand government-subsidized dog treats or turn Montana into a giant dog park. Then you may have noticed that we demanded they pass a constitutional amendment that prevents me and you and the dogs from ever buying another Congress. True but it also keeps anyone else from doing it either. And I know for sure you're thinking, wow, he did actual research and used real numbers. Way to listen to the missus. Patience, everybody. We're playing the long game here. We can't ask for too much at once, and we don't really have the money or the political will to invade Belgium right now, despite the very clear need to do so. The three people who own most of Montana won't sell us their land to make a dog park, but my spousal listening skills are indeed at a career high. Thanks for noticing. The amendments I'm talking about go right to the heart of what's wrong with Congress. Power through seniority will be gone, or at least diluted, because you won't have a senator who's been in office for 40 years telling you what to do. You won't have to toe the party line for decades so you can finally get to chair the Ways and Means Committee when you're 70 years old and have forgotten third-grade math. The influence of political parties will be seriously diminished, as they would no longer be able to funnel money to candidates in exchange for votes. Lobbyists, after they've given their 1500 bucks this year, will have to pack up and go home. The money for federal campaigns will come from the people, which means the only people who can tell Congress what to do will be the only ones who should. Us. The only statesmen we ever seem to get in Washington anymore are the guys who aren't running for anything. I can't tell you the number of times I've seen some cranky old senator who's been in office since Teddy Roosevelt believed he was a nearsighted bull moose suddenly become reasonable and bipartisan after decades of stonewalling. Then I find out that he's not running for re-election. How many former congressmen and senators make the talk show rounds or write editorials pleading for compromise in the nation's capital, even though they spent their entire terms refusing to budge on any issue that their party told them to stand firm on, or the congressional campaign committee wouldn't open their wallet for them during election season if you can't get reelected because you're term limited you might just find your spine your patriotism and your duty to your constituents and actually start doing what you were sent there to do it's worth a shot it would surely be better than what we have now five billion dollars doesn't seem like a lot of money and if congress is for sale anyway why shouldn't we buy it i think we can do better than the previous owners If you unshackle Congress by removing the money men and the party men from the equation, you're much more likely to get the permanent solutions you want on guns, abortion, immigration, taxes, energy, and the complete takeover of Belgium. What kind of Congress would we have if they were free to follow their conscience and commit to the ideals of the nation and listen to their voters? I say we find out. The bottom line is that if the 200 million registered voters in this country each send in $25 apiece, we can get this done we can tell every single member of congress that we have a list of issues and we want them enacted into law or they don't get to go to washington 25 bucks each or a vote pick one time for you to weigh in if you have an idea to get the people back in control of congress other than super illegal canine assisted crowd-funded mass federal bribery I'd love to hear your ideas. Post something on the "I'm not allowed to watch the news" Facebook page, even if it's a picture of your own long-suffering pets. If you think the conquest of Belgium is neither advisable nor necessary, you can Twitter to @notallowedpod. You can Instagram, whatever that is, to not allowed to watch the news.
1: Support comes from the History's Trainwrecks podcast that focuses on stories like a temper tantrum that changed history, the president who promised not to run again and regretted it for the rest of his life, the World War II general who lost his pants on a secret mission in enemy territory, the History's Trainwrecks podcast, available now.